Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. From The Standard in London, I'm the Evening Standard's Chief Theatre Critic, Nick Curtis. This is a cut-down special taken from our theatre podcast. To hear more from the Standard Theatre Podcast, hit the link in the notes of this episode. I'm delighted to welcome to the podcast Aeneas Mitchell, the writer of the music, lyrics and book of Town, a show that's been at the National Theatre, went to Broadway and now it's back making its West End debut. As well as writing hugely successful shows, she's also a musical artist, both solo and with the band Bonnie Light Horseman, uh, with a string of acclaimed albums, Welcome, Anais. Great to be here. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> now, what is Hades Town? So, Hades Town is uh, is a sung through musical. It's based on Greek mythology. It kind of centers around these two love stories. One is the Orpheus and Eurydice story. Um, these young lovers, Orpheus, the great poet and musician, and then his bride Eurydice, who goes to the underworld. And then the other love story is the the immortal gods Hades and Persephone. Hades, king of of the dead, of the underworld, of the of industry, and his wife Persephone, queen of the seasons, and they have this kind of ancient, troubled marriage. And it's this epic storyline, but it's it's got a very specific setting. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? It's sort of an alternative '30s era d- depression era America, and sort of steampunky. You know, it's not meant to be tied mm. to a particular time or place. Like I think it exists in a sort of more of a mythic kind of uh, dreamscape space. But it does take a lot of inspiration, as you're saying, from the Great Depression era, specifically the city of New Orleans. It's like all over the, the arrangements and the music and the, and the set is sort of based on Preservation Hall, this incredible legendary um, music venue in New Orleans. A lot of Broadway and West End shows take a long time to develop. But this one, I mean, really has been with you for over 20 years. I mean, in terms of just from the inspiration for it, can you tell me a little bit about the, when you first got the idea to do a sort of a song, really, of, of about Orpheus and Eurydice. Yeah, I mean, I think it took so long because I just didn't know what I, what I was doing <laughs> or what I was getting into. I don't come from the theater world. I, I come from singer-songwriter world, and I love folk music and kind of balladry. I was always interested in, in uh, storytelling by way of songs. You know, I do love epic ballads and the sort of Texas uh, tour tradition where it's really like a little novella inside of a song. And at some point kind of early in my songwriting life, I got curious about telling a longer form story with songs. And um, I actually was, I was driving in my car. I was in my early 20s. I had just started getting gigs and I would drive like a ridiculous distance for a, 
a tip gig, basically. And I was on this extremely long drive at night alone in my car. And the chorus of that song is called Wait For Me, kind of just dropped out of the sky and like into my lap as I was driving. For me, it was also just, yeah, that... Um, that feeling of coming right out of college and start, you know, coming into the world and coming up against how the world is. And um, this story seemed to encapsulate a lot of what I was feeling then. And then it has continued to give in different ways. Now, you know, I'm in my 40s now. I sort of can identify with the older characters more. Let's just pause for a moment here in a very special theatre podcast first. Anais is going to play us a song from Town. This is Way Down Town. Follow that dollar for a long way down Far away from the poorhouse door Either get to hell or to Hades town Ain't no difference anymore Way down Hades town Way down under the ground Hound dog howl and the whistle blow Train come rolling clickety clack Everybody trying to get a ticket to go But those who go they don't come back They're going way down Hades town way down under the ground Winter's nigh and summer's o'er Hear that high and lonesome sound Of my husband coming forth To bring me home to Hades town Way down Hades town Way down under the ground go to a break. If you want to hear more from the Standard Theatre Podcast, hit the link in the show notes. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. So to talk more about Hades Town, uh, have you had inspiration like with the myth that landed out of the sky? Have you had that sort of little spark that you think I can follow something down? Mm. You mean for like a for like another show? Piece? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I shouldn't say it on the <laughs> I shouldn't say it. it on the air <laughs> until you put the, the elbow grease. Yeah. In. yeah, the show has already played in London at the National Theatre in 2018. It went to Broadway, won a sackload of awards. Um, and now it's in the West End. Have you still been working on it? Are there any marked differences from the first time around in, in the UK? Yeah. So the National was our last stop before Broadway, you know, and we had done the show off-Broadway, and then we'd gone to Edmonton, Canada, and then we came to London, and and the show changed each time. And so the feedback we got in London was really the last um, – last call <laughs> for uh, edits, basically, before Broadway. The National was incredible. It's just, you know, one of the wonders of the world. Like, what a beautiful institution. I remember at the time, um, the director was Rufus Norris, and he sat in on a lot of our creative meetings. And I remember, specifically, he was kind of anti-button. Do you know what a button is at the end of a song where you sort of, like, you make like a zazzy like resolution of the music so that you indicate to the audience or you beg of them like please applaud <laughs> please applaud for this song and on Broadway you know there's just every song has a yeah. button on it and I remember Rufus being like maybe what happens if we don't what if we don't button that and just allowed the feeling to sort of remain internal and this, the flow of the story to keep going and I loved that because it felt like a sort of anti-commercial <laughs> approach you know yeah and I wondered as you know seeing Broadway is, you know, I'm sure for, for a, an American performer, you know, a real pinnacle. What did it feel like for you when you saw that hoarding up with Hades Town on it for the first time and crowds going into your show on Broadway? Yeah, it, w- it was never the goal. I mean, it, it, it became the goal at a certain moment to go to Broadway, but in never my wildest dreams when I started writing this piece did I imagine that it would go to Broadway and, and, and yeah, to see, <laughs> to see it on the marquee, all lit up. And I remember at the very last days I was working on the show in Manhattan, I, I couldn't sleep one night. I was staying in Manhattan, and I I went for a jog in the early morning, and I saw these kids that were kind of camped out outside the theater, and they were dressed up as the characters of the show. Amazing. And I thought to myself, I have no idea what this show means to these kids. Like, I is not mine, you know? It is... It's living in the world and it's its own animal. Um, and people have their own relationship to it that I can't But you got understand. it there and they connected to something that, you know, you brought. <laughs> so that must be something. Yeah, it feels like, amazing. We've talked about other musical projects. Um, Hades Town took 15 years. Um, will it yeah. take a shorter time than that? Oh, <laughs> I hope so. You know, I think what I'm really curious about now, and I'll say, like, I've had so much fun the last few years since we opened on Broadway. Mm making records. I got to make another songwriter record for myself, and it had been a really, really long time, and tour that. And then my band, Bonnie Light Horseman, um, put out a, a record, and we've made, now made a 
an LP that's coming out this coming year. And it has felt so good to be back in that world and to make music for the sake of music and sort of be in the process of writing where it's you can follow the song wherever it wants to go and it doesn't have to <laughs> advance your plot and develop your characters and the things that need to happen on stage. And so I guess what I feel really curious about is all the different ways there are of doing this. That's The Standard. You can hear the full episode or more from The Standard Theatre Podcast via the link in the show notes. This podcast will be back on Monday at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.